Hi, I'm Tina Waldrum, the host of this podcast. Welcome to you if this is the first time you've listened along. First up, some very exciting news as we head into Christmas. Many people have asked me for some ideas and some practical ways to share their faith. So I've put together an online Christmas course for 2022 to help you. I'll share an outreach-focused devotion each day and give you a very practical idea to reach out to those around you. I'll be online myself each day and chatting with you through the private community. I'd love to meet you. You can access the course at www.evangelisminaustralia.com forward slash Christmas course. A big thank you to everyone who has shown some love to us for the podcast. We are now a finalist for Christian Podcast of the Year. Very, very exciting. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Win Win Evangelism Podcast. Today I want to do something a little bit different. I want to talk about my journey to Christian podcasting. Uh, This has come about this week because recently the podcast was nominated as Christian Podcast of the Year and now um, a finalist for that. So it's pretty exciting and lots of people have been asking me, well, what do you actually do to even get a podcast out there? How did you get into this? So I thought this week I'd take a break from the regular interviewing somebody else and really just talk about my own journey to Christian podcasting. I hope this can be a blessing to you. First of all, I've got to say it was a great honor to be a finalist for Christian Podcast of the Year. And the recognition has really encouraged me greatly. It's really strange because I went from working with churches and Christian organizations, so to speak, for a very long time and then launching Evangelism in Australia and pretty much working with a very small group of people. And those small group of people are also mainly remote from where I am each day. So at times, to be honest, it can be quite a bit of a lonely, isolated journey. So to receive this type of encouragement and people texting and leaving comments on social media everywhere has been just fuel to my soul. They do say that encouragement is like a breath of Um, energy to the soul. And I've got to say that it has been that. So thank you to those that have been a part of um, making this happen and and the nomination and the recognition now to be a, a finalist. At the time that I'm recording this to talk to you, I've actually recorded 139 episodes of the Win Win Evangelism podcast. That all started on March the 15th, 2020. I don't know if you remember where you were at that time, but it was right kind of around that COVID hitting um, in Australia. Now, I'm based in Melbourne, so it was a really big just after then. In fact, I managed to record a couple of podcast episodes in person, like sitting physically with someone and interviewing them. And then I'd done one online because the person was in another state of Australia and then COVID hit, which for me was a real blessing because I'd already started to explore how could we record um, people online because we wanted to get voices from all over Australia and occasionally someone internationally. So one 139 episodes weekly has been what I've been doing since March the 15th, 2020, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. 
podcast really came about after I had realised that the Lord was saying to me what the next season would be or revealing to me what that next season of ministry would be about. So I'd been involved with churches for almost 30 years and then I realised that I was going to be stepping out of that space and I kind of went into this Um, I'll call it a transition phase in retrospect or in hindsight because I then worked with the Billy Graham Association in Australia and then with Alpha Australia and also Olive Tree Media headed by Carl Fays and I had such a great time during those three assignments from Jesus, so to speak, but I always had a sense that they were leading to this next season or really I would call it now this next era of what Christian ministry would look like for me. So really moving from being based in a local church and largely expressing that way to now um, doing something that can be about what God has always called me to be. So that's where it came from. What God has always called me to do is actually equip people to do the work of evangelism. And those people that know me over the last 30 years, no matter where I've been placed, that's been the leading edge of what I've been doing, whether it be in a church and speaking, I would always speak on that um, topic mainly around evangelism, how can we actually reach people for Jesus. While I was working with churches, I was also writing courses for Bible colleges that would also be around this area of evangelism. Thinking way back when I was working for Youth Alive, it was always about equipping people to do the work of evangelism. So that's kind of where everything came from. And in the transition, after those three assignments, I realized in consultation with some key people, oh, actually, we're going to launch evangelism in Australia. So as we started to explore that and put together talking with friends and doing some, having some own consultations myself with others, work out the direction of what we're going to do. So with that overarching theme of wanting to equip people to do the work of evangelism, there was a number of things that came to the forefront, and one of them was podcasting. And I've got to say, As a mum of two kids who is just flat out, I had no idea how to even do podcasting, how to become a podcaster, what was even involved. It's really funny as I think about it because I actually at the time never even listened to podcasts. So for everybody out there listening, thinking, oh, Jesus has called me to do something that I've never done, I feel your pain but will experience the joy when you step into that. So just the process of thinking, oh, well, how do you even record a podcast? What is one? What platforms do you use? All of those things was a huge learning curve from the word go. Now, I've always been a communicator. I love speaking. I don't enjoy preparing for speaking. I've got to say it takes a very long time, but I love being able to share what uh, God has put in my heart. I love to be able to speak and encourage other people to share their faith. So I had realized or had fine-tuned somewhat over the past, you know, almost 30 years, the art of communication, so to speak. Not that I'm an expert at it, but I certainly have learned, oh, there's some things that work better 
than other things. There's certain ways to say things or phrase things that will uh, be better than others. In the art of communication, there's ways that we can communicate that will move the majority of people to life change rather than the minority. I won't talk about that on this podcast, but I am behind the scenes putting together a little course for people about this art of Christian podcasting and how people can get into it. So I knew how to communicate. I just did not know how to communicate through this new medium. So it has been a huge, huge journey. So I spoke to a few people and worked out that we need a platform to actually host the podcast episodes, so to speak. So I worked all that out. We'd come up with a name for the podcast. But I remember one of the funniest things was trying to understand microphones. I had no idea what microphones were great and what microphones were not. Now, that sounds a bit strange because I have been speaking and preaching for many years, but mainly someone at that church or that Bible college or wherever would give you the microphone. I didn't know anything about it except for that's what we speak into. So I went to a friend who runs a large YouTube channel in Australia, howtocookthat.net, and I said to Anne, oh my gosh, I need your help. And so she was the first person to actually tell me about microphones that some of them you can speak directly into, some of them will get your voice from all around, but some are direct. And so I went on this crazy little rabbit hole watching all these YouTube clips about microphones and then testing them out. And she had given me uh, one to test out and I'm listening back to all these recordings. So I'm starting to understand everything about sound. And when it comes to podcasting, I'd realized through listening to lots of podcasts on the art of podcasting that the sound is crucial. Like you can even have brilliant content, but if the sound is not great, it can be a real hiccup for people. So the first thing was exploring about microphones, understanding them, buying the right microphone. And so that's what I did. And I'm still recording with that microphone even today. One of the next steps was actually getting a bit of a jingle uh, for the podcast, a bit of a theme song, so to speak, that was catchy that people would recognise that they'd start singing it like my kids do now around the house. And so I engaged a good friend of mine, Judd Field, and you may know him from the Melbourne Gospel Choir in Australia. He's hashtag the hair guy all over social media. You see him on lots of things in our country. Anyway, he's a Christian and I said, can you write a bit of a jingle? He said, yeah, tell me the heartbeat of the podcast. And so I'd written all that out for him and a few scriptures and so on. And he came up with that theme song that you heard at the start of the show today and that you'll hear at the and I absolutely love that. So now we're ready to go. I've got the microphone sorted. I've got this little theme song. Then I had to learn about a program to even record in, like what is that? And so I came across a um, soft piece of software that I could actually record into. Now I'm having to learn all of this. I'm not a young 25-year-old and 
all of this is new. So you could imagine how overwhelmed I feel about it all. But I I knew that I knew that this was what God wanted me to do. This was the next way that I could start to equip people to do the work of evangelism. So I'm that type of person that when I understand the why, why I'm doing something, it gives me the energy to keep going. So I discover this bit of software that I can record into and then I'm pretty much set up to go. And so off I went and did the first little podcast welcoming people and then I did this really funny one with my husband. It was a bit of a blooper and I was just interviewing him so I could actually hear the sound, etc. And And that's where we got started from there. So as time goes on, you become better and better at what you do, I guess. And when you start out, you can't expect to be just amazing at it. Um, you can't expect to have the highest quality if you're starting from scratch like me. I mean, I guess if you employ people to do all this work behind the scenes, but being quite honest and frank, I'd come from working for churches and actually having some type of an income to now running evangelism in Australia and having no income. So it was just better financially for me to actually learn it all and to make it happen. What I have discovered about podcasting in terms of my previous experience of communicating, which was more communicating in a larger setting rather than a um, one-to-one type setting, is that it has to be a conversation. When you produce a podcast, when you're interviewing someone, I had to change my entire voice from actually speaking to a large crowd or even a small crowd is different to having a conversation one-on-one. So that was quite a a change in my mind and how I approached the podcasting. So I'm leaning into that. I'm trying to understand, okay, we just do a a one-to-one interview. Let's have a conversation like we're having a cup of coffee, which I still tell my guests today, and we would start recording. The greatest thing about recording a podcast episode the way that I have been doing it is that it's not live, which means that it can be edited. You can go back and you can take things out or something that your guests may have said that doesn't best represent them or or their organization, you can take that out, which doesn't happen very often, but it's good to be, um, I think, a little bit fastidious about that because I don't want people to get the wrong message of what we're trying to communicate. So when I started out podcasting, I was doing everything. So I'm actually now setting up the microphones, I'm recording people, whether it was live or when we started out, it was over Zoom, which we don't use anymore because we are trying to produce a more broadcast quality sound. So we use a different platform, but I was doing everything. So here I am as this um, mother of two, not looking to do something new in, in life. I've now learnt how microphones work. I've now got a software package so that I can actually record. I've even learnt in that software package how to edit the actual podcast. I mean, I just can't imagine, could not have even imagined that Jesus was ever going to send me on this journey. I'm editing the podcast and then I've realised that I need to write 
what are called show notes. Now, the reason I know this is because I'm listening to all these podcasts on the art of podcasting. And I had one favorite one that I listen to all the time. And show notes are really important because you want people to be able to read what the show is or what the episode is that week or whenever you produce it so that people have a good understanding. Now, I've got to say, God has an incredible sense of humor because these show notes to me are like writing something when I was doing my doctoral work at um, Fuller Seminary in Pasadena. I learned so much when I did my doctorate about going over stuff, rewriting stuff, making it more succinct, all of those things. And I feel like every time I write the show notes, to which I still do today, it's like that. And had I not had that experience of actually writing all all that work years ago, I think I graduated in 2015, I don't think the show notes would be as clear. Now, they can always be better, but just understanding that process of writing and editing has been extremely helpful. So the show notes that you read, you'll be reading them for this particular episode, but every one that we do are all written and, to be honest, take a very long time. If you've ever done any study and you've had to go and edit your work, even if it's just 200 words, someone gives you a challenge to write 200 words, but to get it really right, to get it straight to the point, you go back and you edit, you edit and edit so many times. So that's another part of the process and this journey of podcasting. So that's something that I guess when I look back, I say, God, you know, that's pretty cool. I learned that skill when I was actually doing my doctoral work and that is helpful for what I'm doing today. Another big part of this process or this journey to Christian podcasting for me is actually finding people to interview. Like, think about that. Every week, there has to be somebody to interview. I think when I started out, because I had listened to these podcasts on podcasting, I'd worked out that a weekly podcast was probably the most effective so that you can build them over time, people become aware of them. So I had committed in my heart that, oh yeah, we're going to do this weekly. And I'm that personality that's the faithful to the very end type personality. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do this weekly. We're going to do it for as, as long as Jesus calls us to do it. The funny thing about that is I remember um, when I worked um, for churches that we would have this funny comment on staff that, no, the weekend's coming again, which means another sermon. It's just relentless. Every week someone has to preach. And if you're from a smaller church, your, your minister, or maybe it's you, is preaching just about every week. And it's a lot of work. And it's not like it stops. It just keeps coming. And that's how I feel about the weekly podcast. It's a joy, but it is the pressure every week to record and produce something is uh, quite full on at times. But anyway, finding the guests, um, I've got to say that has been a joy because I've been pretty relaxed about it. I've been pretty much like, Lord, you know, point out the right people, bring the right people to me, remind me of the people that I've met over the decades of ministry and I'll interview them. So that's kind of been really fun and I'm thankful that it's at this stage of my life because I'm a lot more relaxed about 
you know, just letting things naturally evolve or um, I guess it's just being comfortable that if God has called us to do the podcast that he will bring the people. And I'm very relaxed about that, 100% being honest with you. I've never been stressed about oh who will be the next who will be the next person. They just seem to evolve, and I'll I'll go into depth more about that when I um, produce this podcasting course that will be helpful for some of you. So that's been fun, just waiting to see who the Lord brings, and that process for me is really just a, a chat with that person before we even do the recording, and that that could be a week before or two weeks before, sometimes even a month before. And I'll just have a chat with somebody that I know is enthusiastic about evangelism and mission and outreach. And I'll just ask them, you know, what's going on in their world. And what I'm trying to do is the same thing that I would do when I was writing sermons. And that would be trying to find the big idea of what they're saying. So this is another thing that um, I'm not sure if you should be putting an episode together like this, but I just felt the Holy Spirit, you know, show me, Tina, this is what you're trying to do. Find the big idea of what that person's saying and then start to do some research on is there in- is there interest in this or how do we, there usually is, but how do we phrase it so that people are going to want to um, click on and listen after reading the show notes. So that has been a whole heap of fun and I have had the absolute pleasure of chatting to some of the most extraordinary people in our country and some of them overseas and hearing their stories. And often when I have that chat with them before recording, there's a number of directions that we can go and often I'll just kind of go away and make a date with that person to record and then, you know, shoot an email and and clarify after 48 hours or so of exactly where we'll go after just kind of praying and thinking about that. And funnily enough, I don't know about you, but I seem to become very clear on those things um, when I'm having a shower of all things. I'm just always thinking about, oh, yeah, okay, how could we do that? How would that benefit people? How would that help people share their faith? So that has been a journey in itself. One of the other big things that I've had to learn is technology. So let's talk about the website and When one of our podcast episodes is recorded, it is uploaded into a certain platform and and that platform then sends it across to our website, to our um, podcast page that hosts all the sites. Well, that has been such a learning curve because our website um, developer had to show me all of that. They set it up so that the episode would be pushed over to the site but then when it arrives on the site after we drop the episode, I actually have to go in there and and change certain things and optimise it and make it look a whole lot better. Now, we use WordPress and it's just brilliant. I don't know what else is out there, but to be honest, I've just have got my head into this so much so um, that I understand it. And so I've got to go in there. I've got to actually change all of that so it looks great, put everything in there um, and optimize it. But it, it gives you all these little things that some of you are laughing because you're probably right into websites and you understand this, but it gives me all these things to do so that I can make sure that 
um, that particular episode, the show notes, so to speak, are optimized so that um, the search engines are going to find it. So that's been another huge learning curve. And right now today, I know everything about the entire ministry and how it runs and actually how to do it. Now, of course, I did not put the website together. That's way past my um, expertise, but just having input into that was just fantastic. But everything else I understand. So here I am today, and up until probably about six, seven, eight months ago, I am doing absolutely everything, loving it, but doing everything. And then all of a sudden, I had some people that are connected to radio that started saying to me, hey, you you could really get a better sounding quality on the show, uh, what we call a broadcast quality, which I didn't even know existed. And so we learned how to do that and stopped using Zoom and stopped using a different platform so we could get broadcast quality that could be used in snippets on radio if needed, but also makes it a lot more enjoyable for you to listen to. So now today I am recording so that we get that quality, but someone else now is editing the podcast and actually putting the music in the front and the bits, the the little bits at the front, the intros and the outtakes and all of that. Now I've got to say that it's been a huge difference since that's been happening. I can notice the quality has completely changed because that person has worked in radio for a long time. And so it makes it easier on your ears and on my ears to listen back to it. So that's been a real blessing, but I understand the entire process, which I really like. Also, we um, record in video so that we can grab a few grabs of the video, so to speak, and release them on social media as trailers so that people can actually see those. And up until recently, I also was involved in all of that. Like, how do you cut down this video? What video editing program do you use to actually edit and how do you put all that together? So that is another huge story and learning curve that I got into as well. And as I said, until recently, now someone else is um, doing that, which is really nice. And so it's given me a little bit more time to focus on other things in the ministry. So that's my journey, basically. It has been full on. It is. It just keeps coming every week. Um, God is so good. All the people that seem to come past my track, it, it is amazing. The feedback that I continue to get from people across the country and internationally of how helpful the episodes are for people is just extraordinary. But it's cut me a little bit more time to be focused on our our second thing that helps and equips people um, to do evangelism, and that's our online course on Mission with God at Home. I'm sure you've heard about that on the show. You can check it out at onmissionwithgod.com. So it's been a great joy. It's fantastic to be nominated and to be a finalist in Christian Podcast of the Year. Thank you so much for listening um, to the show. If you're a regular listener, can I ask you to, you know, share it around with other people so that they can also be inspired to share their faith in Jesus' name. Next week, we'll be back to our regular show where I'll be interviewing someone else. Have a great day. 
thanks so much for listening to the Win Win Evangelism podcast today. If this was helpful for you, please share it with others so they can learn also. If you, your small group or your church would like to upskill more in personal evangelism, learn how it can be easy, natural and not forced, why don't you check out our online free sample course on missionwithgod.com forward slash free sample. I trust that our podcast and our online personal evangelism course can be a blessing to you. Thanks for listening and see you next time.